Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there will be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Good day, listeners. My name is Ola Ajidaun, and I'm very happy to come your way again today as we look into the mystery of God's Word. I pray that we all get blessed in the name of Jesus. Job chapter 27 verse 11 in the King James Version says, I will teach you by the hand of God, that which is with the Almighty will I not conceal. I will teach you by the hand of God, that which is with the Almighty. Lord, teach us today by your hand. Open us to this thing that is your heartbeat. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, yesterday I was listening to a popular I mean, preacher from our country, Apostle Joshua Sermon, and he was um, saying stuff about how more and more Christians are getting disillusioned and um, how even pastors are now, are now saying I mean, he mentioned, I don't know if it, if it was an actual case, says, pastors of 20 years. And I'm saying, I'm not sure of what I've been preaching. Um, he said about Christians and people going back to to their village gods and shrine because there's a rising tide of disillusionment in the faith. And it's beginning to bother us. I, I don't have all the answers, but I believe what I'm going to talk on today is one of those things that we've lost along the way that is beginning to show up now. So the title of my, mas- of my message is A Fundamental, The Call to Discipleship. The Call to Discipleship. My... Bible passage is Luke 14, verses 25 to 33. Large crowds were traveling with Jesus, and turning to them, he said, If anyone comes to me and does not aid his father, does not a mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, his own life, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and you're not able to finish it, everyone who sees, who sees it will ridicule you saying, this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. Or suppose a king about to go to war against another king. Won't he first sit down and consider whether he's able with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him or with 20,000? 
If he's not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way and will ask for terms of peace. In the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. Those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. You know, when Jesus was leaving the world, he did not tell us to go make Christians. He said, go make disciples. So uh, I just want to let's just leave that out there so we can, we can know what we're up against here. That's why I said it's a fundamental. We get back to our passage. So large crowds were traveling with Jesus. Jesus was on a roll here. He was the main thing. He was the most popular guy around. They were following from town to town. In fact, the, the, Pharisees, the Pharisees exclaimed in John 12, 9, Look how the whole world has gone after him. Such was the pull of Jesus. Talk of being a celebrity. Jesus was a celebrity of a celebrity in those days. At this moment, when anybody would think of sweetening the pot by promising more goodies, doing more miracles, maybe feed the multitude again with something more something more exotic than fish and bread. At that moment, when Jesus was on the high with the large crowds, the Bible says Jesus looked at all that crowd and surprisingly, he began talking about eating your father, your mother, your wife, your children. He began to talk about the cost of discipleship. It's as if Jesus just wanted to blow it. You had the whole going, man. Why are you... Can't we reserve this for later? So he began to say, you have to be a disciple. Brothers and sisters, while salvation is free, discipleship is costly. How much, you may ask, let's hear the price tag again from Jesus. If anyone comes to me and does not eat father, mother, wife, and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. What does hate mean in this context? Let us use scripture to explain scriptures. In Matthew te- chapter 10, verse 37 and 39, anyone who loves their father or more than more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. Whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. The Bible indeed answers man. So being, being a disciple means you love Jesus than your parents, your spouse, children, and even your life. There is a popular version of you love Jesus too much today, it will make you great, it will make you a billionaire, it will make you a trillionaire. Why I'm not disputing that? But that's not the motive. The common version of Matthew 6.33 here today is seek first the kingdom of God and all these things. It's your sure part, it's your sure key to being a millionaire. We are beginning to see the blowback of such messages. Because people are getting disillusioned with us. So what does this mean? Let us look at some Bible examples. 
so we can get some better contextual definitions. Another disciple said to him, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus told him, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. That means this guy had to go bury his father. Jesus said, discipleship means you abandon that. Now, it's not saying we shouldn't bury our dead, but I'm just bringing some pungent things out here. Let's, Jesus, Jesus and the rich young, rich young ruler. Let's read that in Matthew 8, chapter 20, Matthew chapter 8, verses 21 and 22. Another disciple said to him, Lord, first let me, no, I'm just going, sorry. Mark 10, verses 17 to 30, but for the interest of time, is Mark 10, 21 and 22. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, go and sell everything you have and give to the poor and you have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this, this, the the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Please note that it's not that it's, please note that this cost of discipleship apply to these two individuals. Not that we shouldn't bury our parents or, or, we, should go se- or we should go sell off all we have. Those are individual. Individual. But what am I saying here? Isn't this the opposite of what is preached today? Follow Jesus and you'll become the richest man in town. Jesus stood with the rich man and said, go, go sell it and follow me. I believe God blesses. I believe God prospers. I believe God can make you healthy. I believe, but that's not the cross. That is not the cross. That is not the central message. Our central message is, I surrender all. Do with me what you like. I will follow you, even if you don't heal me. God heals. I will follow you if nothing improves. People followed Jesus at the cost of their lives. There are people in parts of the world today, they are going, when they are going to church, they are not sure they will come back. But they've not stopped going to church. That's discipleship. Why are you sounding gloom today? I'm not sounding gloom. This is a fundamental. This used to be popular in our churches. Come follow me, Jesus said. I want to ask you today, are you a Christian or a disciple? read what it means to be one. Please, today, it's time for us to go back to this, what we call Puritan messages. Paul said, they told Paul that there's danger ahead for you in Jerusalem. He says, none of these things move me. 
neither do I count my life precious to myself. I'm not asking for some fatalistic decisions here. I'm trying, if God helps me, to bring us back to what this is all about. Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples. And he left abundant example of what discipleship is. He showed it, he demonstrated it, so we won't miss it. Serving God for Father Christmas is not discipleship. It's the call to discipleship. It's a fundamental. Let's get back to the basics. As I begin to round up, I want to urge you. I'm sure some people may not have heard this message before. Because with all due respect, I'm a child of the church, is falling by the side. But you hear you today. Will you come along? Will you stand up and be a disciple? And if you are listening to me today, you are not a Christian yet. Can you just pause where you are if you can? I know you believe in Jesus and confess your sins and ask Him to come into your life and say, Lord. I want to be your disciple. Please contact us to give you more, more things to help your Christian world. Guys, brothers, sisters, mothers and fathers, Jesus didn't tell us to go make Christians. He told us to go make disciples. That's what I'm here to do today. The call is out for discipleship. May all of us heed clear on call. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.